0: Hi, everybody, welcome back to the Let God podcast. It's me, Mary Hannah. Me, Ayafah. And me,
1: Winipa. Perr.
0: <laughs> um, we are so happy to be back this week um, to be talking about disappointment and healing from disappointment and learning from disappointment. Um, and we are super grateful for all of the um, messages and the love we've received for this half season. It's been really enjoyable so far but before we get into the conversation of course we're going to start with a word of prayer
2: yeah dear lord we thank you for another time um we get to talk about what's been on our hearts lately father lord we pray that as we discuss dealing with disappointments lord we pray that for anyone that's listening that's currently going through a season of disappointments at this moment lord we pray that you just touch their hearts in jesus name may the words we say be able to provide some comfort and some encouragements and lord we pray that you just speak through us and help us to know that we can trust in you through the good times and the bad yes, times Father. in jesus name in the mighty name of jesus i pray amen. amen
0: amen amen thank you for that pl- prayer honey um okay so we're going to continue with our cute little um what's it called we're not really strangers icebreaker i've got four questions here um and these are this is from like the self aware uh, Self reflection pack, but they're like fairly kosher. Um, let's do it for ourselves. Yeah. So, all these answer, all these questions, like you're just going to answer for yourself. So, if you made a playlist, like what's your top three songs? Like what's you and three songs?
1: Oh, that's <laughs> stressful.
2: Nitroty.
0: I can do mine. My first one is CC Winans. Okay. BB and CC Winans, Love Said Not So. My second is potentially, at the moment, either Die Hard, Kendrick, or Pusha T, Scrape It Off. And my third is probably SZA's Normal Girl. Them three right there, that's my trifecta. That's (laughs) my trifecta. At least right now. CC Winions wouldn't change. The other two, maybe Pusha T could change, or Kendrick, but those are my three.
1: This is so stressful. I'm literally the most indecisive person ever
2: literally i listen to like the same few songs so it should be like no for like a week then i change
1: no literally my playlists are so ridiculously like my gospel playlist right now alone is 116 hours long 116 116 hours and seven minutes
2: i don't even make playlists i just like like songs so really, the, so it's all just, in one. Oh. Yeah, it's all I in have like three thousand songs that I like.
0: Guys, please, okay, choose top okay, your top three of this week. Come on, you gotta give the people something.
2: Oh, honey. Um <laughs> oh. Uh, this week. Audi um Bruno Major. Mm-hmm. Just the same.
1: Ugh, that man can melt my heart, not gonna
2: <laughs> lie. Um I do Sugar Cane mm-hmm. um the remix though. And I'm literally in love with Fireboy DML at the moment. So I'll do Scatter, but the acoustic version.
1: Not I love that. Not an acoustic that. version of Party Scatter. What is that to be a <laughs> so
2: good. I love it. <laughs> I can like imagine him being really emotional, thing. like,
1: Party Scatter. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, la, la. Um, okay. I've just gone on Spotify, you know, and it be telling you like your recent mixes whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. one of them is just the whole thing of gregory porter so i would probably say something like modern day apprentice by gregory porter that song is beautiful if anybody needs to be in their feelings (laughs) um and then i would probably say oh i don't know um oh i don't
2: know (laughs)
1: you have given us Maybe one of three. Kingdom by Maverick City. Yeah, I've been I've been singing that, that hard this this week with Kirk Franklin and Naomi Rain and then I would say Moving Forward by Israel Houghton, a new that breed. Song H- Houghton. 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 Israel Houghton. Israel and the New Breed, honey. That's a beautiful song. Um, yeah, those are my three for right now
0: okay lovely girls thank you for sharing um okay what's something your younger self would not believe about your life today
2: um that would be probably that i just like i do like social media things Mm. i didn't like to talk too much well i didn't used to like to talk too much so even my mom's surprised to be honest (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah
1: how about you mh
0: I don't know. I'm still thinking what's something my younger self would not believe about my life today. Uh, mm, I don't know about my life today. Like there are a couple of things I'm like, oh, this is new. But I don't know if that like my younger self would be like, I don't believe that this has happened to you. I think the thing that's most shocking, I think, is like in terms of like my degree the fact that I didn't do a year abroad, like, that's insane to me. Like, sometimes I just think about that and I was like, <laughs> like not even trying to be funny. I'll just be like, I literally spent last year in Atlanta just talking to my mom, going to hug my mom at her desk, like, every 10 minutes and be like, mommy, I'm so bored. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of being in Spain, you know, like, speaking Spanish, you know, mm. um, and eating paella every day. Cause I guess, like,
1: that's the main USP of most language degrees as well. Yeah, literally. Mm. Seventy percent of the purpose, you
0: know. But swiftly moving on, I think yeah, that's it's okay. Spain's not going away anytime soon. That's the only <laughs> thing that um, young my younger self would be like, "Dang, I can't believe you didn't do that."
1: Um, I have two things. Like one of them is quite soppy, but the other one's quite funny. The funny one is that my younger self wouldn't believe that I'm not on Disney Channel right <laughs> now. She really thought she was destined to be a star. Boy, do I have news for her. And the other one is, I don't think my younger me would believe I was so confident in myself in this present moment. Because I used to be very, very, very insecure, cripplingly. And I'm still working on it, but like doing a lot better now. I I think my younger self would be pleasantly surprised. Oh, I
0: love that. We thank God for growth. I love that um what's something you've learned about yourself this week
2: <laughs> um i know okay. i thought i had more patience than that, more patience than i do <laughs> i'm a very much i just don't like when people don't walk without purpose i hate that no, especially literally. on the underground mm, like in london where like, you why, ambling why are you, to? you lounging it's rush hour <laughs> like
1: it's rush hour but you're the only one who's not rushing
2: what is <laughs> <of> that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah. Patience is something I guess I need to work on in that mm. aspect. Fair. Mm. Fair. Manifa, honey, you? So, what's the question? Sorry. What's one thing you've learned about yourself this
2: week?
1: Um, <laughs> mm. Okay, I learned that I'm probably more emotional than I thought I was. Mm. No backstory to that. Nobody will know the reasons why I heard it. If you're listening to this, no, you're not. yeah uh
0: i think for me this week i've learned that i'm probably um uh i'm a bit more resilient well i know not resilient i think i thought of myself as a fairly resilient person i think like i can take more risks than i thought i could take like Mm. i did my own hair for like my birthday on this weekend this weekend this weekend i just went And I was, like, not even stressed out. It's just, like, if all my friends know, me and my hair, we won't be wanting each other, like, all the time. (laughs) It's just, like, I love my hair, but she don't ever cooperate with me. And so I was, like, I don't have time to go to the hairdresser. My mom does not live in this country. My auntie is busy. Like, all the people I would typically have, like, I would trust to do my hair are busy. So it's, like, it's just me and me right now. So I was, like, baby, you got to function.
1: And she did. And it was a bit of a risk, you know. You're the goat for that. Like, if I could do my own hair, Woo! (laughs) You can definitely learn to retwist woman. your own
0: hair, like do re- um, your own retwist.
1: I attempted to do my own retie during lockdown, and that's why so many of my locks are missing because oh, no. I would tie them together and then cut them off clean by accident, trying <laughs> to unpick them. So no, 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 I will never attempt to retwist my hair again.
0: <laughs> oh bless! Oh. But that's one thing I learned about myself. Okay, we can stop there. That
1: was wholesome, girls. Thank you for sharing.
0: Manipa, would you like to introduce the topic, honey?
1: Yeah, so like MH said in the intro today, we're talking about um, dealing with disappointment. And it's quite a difficult subject, I think, to deal with because I think often as Christians, like so much of the focus is just on us kind of being content and being grateful, which absolutely Mm -hmm. we should be, that I think we can kind of skip over the real tangible ways that disappointment can affect our faith journey and how we can actually um, deal with that. So today we're going to be talking about like how, I guess, what to do when you've been praying for something and it doesn't come through, how that can affect your trust in God, but also on a tangible level, like how do you always show up and be present and cheerful when you feel like internally you're dealing with your own disappointments. So yeah. Who wants to kick off with some opening thoughts? No question, just vibes.
0: I can start. Um, when we first put this in our group chat, the first thing that came to mind was uh, when I was in second year and was in my... Um, I was thinking about a specific career that I thought w- that I wanted to go into and I'd gotten like an interview or something or the other. And then um, when I didn't get the position... I was really gutted because I was just like, I'm the sort of person, I want one, I want it to be one and done. Like if I do like one application, I need to get that because I don't want to do it again. Um, but on a serious note, I was talking to my mom, mom about, um, just like disappointment and things. And she said something so, so profound to me that I've like never forgotten. And she said that, um, every closed door is an answered prayer. And I think that sometimes we think about like God answering prayers being like, the breakthrough comes through and it's like, oh, you know, you on the other side of what was your trial. But she was like, every single time that you hear no, that's God. Not not even necessarily protecting you from something evil or bad, but that's like God answering your prayer in terms of like him orchestrating things for your good um, mm. and ensuring that you're in the right place and at the right time. Um, and so when dealing with disappointment, catching L's, being in a tricky place, I think that's one thing that I've um, – had to remember that, um yeah, every closed door, every time that God said no or wait on it or this ain't for you right now or things just didn't work out, that's really not, yes, it's disappointment, but also it's, it's answered prayer. It's God being faithful to who he said he is in terms of how he works things together for
2: mm-hmm. our good and
0: has plans to prosper us and harm mm-hmm. us. But that's my, those are my opening thoughts. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I looked at the definition of disappointment and I was quite I don't know I've never seen it this way um, mm. But the dictionary the definition is Feelings of sadness and displeasure Caused by non-fulfillment of one's hopes And or and or expectations mm. Wow and I guess that really puts in perspective Like what disappointment actually is mm. And how difficult it is to get past it
0: Yeah, for sure I
2: feel like there's so many things that we hope in And we have expectations for Whether it's like Certain um milestones in our lives and certain things like f- previously I would have thought that by this stage in life I would know like what type of doctor I wanted to be or whether I want mm. to even be like fully in medicine or like mm. what interests me and like just be i guess more secure in certain decisions yeah sure. or like expectations of like just different things but and when you don't reach that it can it can be quite sad or yeah. like feelings of discomfort mm. but I think I um because I, I find comfort in um, knowing that just as a beginning thought that my worth is in Jesus not mm. milestones and not mm. things around and I guess that just puts me at ease
0: yeah.
2: I think, mm. as Winipa mentioned, in the Christian faith, there's a lot of things that, like be optimistic, look at, at the bright side of things. But right. I think we also need to acknowledge that we get, th- we go through stages where we're, we're literally like wallowing.
1: Right.
2: Like wallowing in disappointment and yeah. pain. And mm. that is not a negative emotion at all. Yeah, But for sure. it's just it's going back to the source and going back to the Father and actually sharing your feelings and emotions with him um but yeah that's just my beginning
1: point Mm, that was a serious word yeah um i think for me the main thing i think about when it comes to disappointment apart from like echoing what you guys have said i think that eventually with every season of like taking L's that I come out of I do eventually look back at one point and think thank you god that like what I initially thought was a disappointment turned out to be a blessing or an ordering of my life that was was better than what I'd wanted but like like just exactly as Ayanfei said like I don't think it's always like fair to assume that we should just have the strength in every season to be able to just battle through that thinking like you know what, praise him in advance. Like this thing is gonna, you know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. it's like, you know what, sometimes I just feel to myself like, are my desires for my own life so far out of whack with God's will that it's like every prayer is a no. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Mm -hmm. that's necessarily the case, but it's kind of like, sometimes it looks like that. And I think being honest with myself and I think a lot of us being honest with ourselves, like that can really impact our relationship with God because it's like whenever bad things happen even if we don't necessarily think that it's from god it's kind of like god like you're literally the author of the universe like why can't you just intervene in this situation um i guess my question to you guys is like how do you how do you go about that conversation with god or sort of like maintaining that trust or rebuilding that trust after you feel like you've genuinely been let down in spite of you know this overall sense of knowing that god's has plans for your life to prosper you. Like, I think you can have that general awareness, but that personal feeling of being let down can be very present. So how do you deal with that?
0: I think um, it's super important to come to terms with the fact that... um, Like, to come to terms with your present emotion, I think there's no point in trying to feign faithfulness with God. I feel like Mm. the times where I've been most genuine with God in terms of like just how I speak to him, but also with like my community. So y'all are like my faith community, like back home in Atlanta are the times where I've been able to grow the most in terms of like being like, hey y'all, I don't really trust God and I don't wanna hear anything he has to say at the moment, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm like, like, let me just be so real, Do you know? when it's just like, really, right. I don't give a heck. Like I don't really wanna hear anything at the moment. Um and I think being able to do that and having a safe space where you can do that with people who will still um, pray for you. I feel like I've seen so much value in that like, sometimes when your faith can't carry you, other people's faith will. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that's like a biblical principle, but I think we see it in terms of like how Jesus interacted with his, with the 12 disciples and with his like three boys, is it Pia, James and John, like when they mm-hmm. were in the garden, like he needed, well not he needed them, he but he um, desired for them to like be with him in prayer. Um, and to like bolster his faith spiritually when he was bereft. And so I think having a space where you can be honest and where other people's faith can join with yours, even if yours is like bacon yeet that like the size of a mustard Mm. seed is super, super powerful. And I love that scripture even says that like super like throwaway verses, I guess that we have, that we see all the time, like faith as small as a mustard seed can move mountains. But like, even if your faith is like so minuscule, like a grain of sand, God can still do something with that, and so for me, the first step is always just like acknowledging that that's where I am, and having the space to voice that, so that Mm. other people are aware of that and can join me in pray when I don't want to pray, whether that's for three days or three months or half a year, like whatever the situation is. Right. Um. Yeah, that's the first step for me.
2: Mm. I definitely agree. Um, I was looking at um, Bible verses. Well, I was thinking of Bible verses, and I think I finally found one. But um, David, uh, ever he'd just go through the motions, every single emotion in that <laughs> psalm. I think one that spoke out to me, Psalms 42, reading in the easy-to-read version. Um, Why am I so sad? Why am I so upset? I tell myself, wait for God's help. You will again be able to praise Him, your God, the One who will come to save you. And I feel like sometimes, as Christians, we know that God has the plan, our plans in His, in His hands. We know that He knows the end from the beginning. We know that um, that before we were born, He knitted us in the mother's womb. Everything yeah. He has for us is good. Mm. But sometimes we still get upset and you get to the point of like, I, I know I trust in God, like why am I still feeling this way? And of mm. course like human emotion, yeah. I think even in that space, just cause you know, doesn't mean you feel it at that moment. yeah mm. And so I think all you can, or I, I speak for myself, all I can really do is look onto God and trust his character. Mm-hmm. And I think the words of testimonies, whether it's your own personal testimony or, testimonies of other people in the past can really uplift you and provide encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And that's what I just depend on. Like God is an ever dependable God, whether I feel it or not. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so good. And just wow. staying within that space, whether it's whether it's to give me encouragement for that season or like sometimes you don't even need to, like, I don't know. I feel like we always try to ascribe action to everything. Sometimes you just need to stay to mm. so just keep reminiscing on the goodness of God. Whether yeah. that prompts me to prayer, whether that prompts me to action or not. Mm. But just trusting in the character of God and being still is mm. what I like to do. Yeah, It's giving me really
1: still and know that I am God. Yeah. Period. Mm. As you guys were speaking, one thing that I was thinking about, because let me be honest, y'all, I'm in a not too... <laughs> Not too pleasant season right now. I just, yeah, I would basically say since the start of maybe like 2022, I've just had like a series of unfortunate events, which I think have just kind of culminated like over the past few days. It's just, I'm just, I'm just feeling a bit naff guys. But I think one thing I was um, thinking about when you guys were speaking was, I think it's really important to be, honest with yourself and with God about where that source of disappointment is coming from you know what I mean it's kind of like Mm -hmm. it is it pride I'm disappointed that I didn't get my way is it like jealousy I'm disappointed that other people have what I don't have is it like this general discontentment of like I'm just not happy with anything and so it's kind of like I'm you know whatever happens to me right now I'm gonna find an issue with it and I think to be honest like really getting down to that level of like reality with yourself um is very important because I think once you acknowledge that you allow space for like you allow space to actually invite God in to to heal the source of the disappointment rather than the symptom which is the disappointment in itself um and I was actually speaking to we may have mentioned him on the the podcast before but like camzy that's my besties man y'all we were just having like a heart <laughs> hey camzy no shout out to camzy hope you listening um <laughs> we were having like a little heart to heart in the kitchen and we we were discussing this subject which is how the um topic actually came about and he gave me some really um wise advice he was saying you know i was talking to him about a particular issue and he was like you know rather than praying And asking God to intervene in this particular way often what we need is just to pray for more of God's presence for like Mm -hmm. more of the fruits of the spirit because then things will cover you in such a way that regardless of whether you get the specific answer that you're looking for your eyes will be open to see the blessings that you already have in ways that you didn't know and so he was saying to me like you may be praying right now for xyz and feeling dejected because you feel like a b and c is happening but like instead pray for joy in the morning like pray for contentment pray for strength because Mm. that's what you need to cover you regardless of what the outcome is that's really good and that really resonated with um something else i had i learned from like my elder at church and i was saying to him like how do we weigh up this idea of praying in faith and asking for you what you want and desire versus prayer being like a conversation where you submit to the will of God and you're just kind of like lord take the wheel whatever you desire be done because to be mm-hmm. honest let's be let's keep it a buck sometimes there's a gap between those two things um And I I asked specifically about the verse where it says, ask and it shall be given unto you. And I was like, what is it? Because clearly whatever it is, it's not whatever I am praying for. (laughs) Uh, And he was saying, he basically explained that that passage comes at the end of the Sermon on the Mount where Mm. Jesus was basically flipping everything that the Jews believed about Judaism on its head and basically saying to them like, you know if somebody slaps you like you've heard it say an eye for an eye turn the other cheek yada 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 he's telling them you know don't worry about what you'll eat or what you drink all these things that are just kind of like blowing their minds from a spiritual point of view and you can imagine like how they might have felt kind of overwhelmed and like oh i'll just never be good enough like Mm -hmm. how do i even do this and then after telling them to seek first the kingdom of god that's when jesus says to them ask and it should be given unto you and so Mm -hmm. like within that context like I kind of came to understand that like what we should be asking for and what I need to be asking for is just more of God's presence and more of God's grace to be able to like both to see his will to be able to see his point of view and also just to like be able to trudge through these seasons which are not any less difficult but like with God strength and with more of god's presence they become less fatal i guess you know what i mm. mean you can kind of see
2: see beyond them mm. I, I definitely agree with what you said and i think something i've been speaking or i've been thinking about recently and i like my collective which is um like a connect group we've been speaking about it for like the last few weeks actually and I don't know it kind of hurts my brain a little bit is I guess the balance between um I guess how to pray and like praying for like what you want but then knowing that God has a plan I think we were speaking about like whether God can change his mind and like I guess the impact of actual prayer is mm. the, because I don't know because God has like the plans for him is, is for our good and we know that our good or what we think is our good at a time might not be God's good ultimately. Mm. So we know that I know that we should trust in him and we know that he already knows what's going to come on and like his will be done, we pray that as well. But then if we pray for something, like how long will I go praying for a certain thing and trusting in his will before before it's kind you of like,
1: that's not gonna happen yeah yeah
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i totally get that that's, that's such a, a
1: big question no, mm. it spinning then, my head maybe the question is deeper than maybe the we need to go to the heart of like what prayer even is mm-hmm. it's like have we even been doing it right because like even thinking about the lord's prayer it's kind of like did jesus instruct us to even ask for what we want or just what we need like give us our daily bread, like that's mm. sustenance that we need, that's the presence of God as well. And mm. then thy kingdom come, your will be done. It's kind of like. but then how to reconcile that with a life that's full, it's kind of I think where I struggle with this whole conundrum, not even that I have the answer at all, and maybe our followers could help us. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like back to the question I was asking like, is what I desire in life so fundamentally? separate from god's will from my life that i am in this season of disappointment all the time because mm, yeah. maybe it's an issue of me just not being in line with god's will but it's kind of like it's i don't even think that i don't want to be but like wh- where's that chasm coming from mm-hmm. you know we all look so baffled and concerned because <laughs> <laughs>
0: So is I definitely have that same question. I have that. I have that same question a lot. I think the only thing that has helped me, not really, get to the bottom of it, because I don't. That's not true at all. The help thing that helps me um, conceptualize it a little bit, yeah, is like thinking about God as a father. That's like the analogy that works for me the most. So it's just like just as my parents had like, my mom gave birth to me. My parents probably had this twenty-five point plan about what my life would look like. And all of these things, and they had these wonderful plans for my life. I can desire things and ask them of things, and they might not Mm -hmm. be in alignment with what. They might not like the things that I ask for my parents. They will give out of the goodness of their heart, even if that because like their plans for me ultimately are for good, even if like what I'm I'm not seeing eye to eye with them at this specific moment about what Mm -hmm. their plan for my life could have been. And so when I'm thinking about like how I pray to God about specific things, um, I think when it's things that I don't get or things that like I'm struggling to get, I try to think of it in terms of like, it's either that it's not the right time. I think most of the, for me personally, I feel like a lot of things, at least in my life, that I've prayed for, it's more about timing than about the thing itself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the only sort of thing that you can realize retrospectively. And so when I pray about specific things and it's sort of like, well, why am I praying about this? Because if God doesn't answer it, then I'm just going to be annoyed. Or if God doesn't like, if it doesn't doesn't happen when it needs to happen in my head, like I'm just going to be annoyed. I try to remember like first, like God has plans for our life that's like very much involved in the everyday things. But I think like the ultimate plan, I try to like step back a little bit And be like, in the ultimate grand scheme of my life, like, does this, is what I'm asking for in this very period, like, so fundamental to that? And of course, Mm -hmm. there'll be periods where it's just like, yes, it is. But I think more recently for me, it's more just like, yes, this is very annoying. Or yes, I would love to hear God on this, this, and this, like, in this moment. But then I remember that there are times where I probably felt the same. And retrospectively, I'm just like,
1: He brought me through. He brought me through. Do you know what I mean? That
0: exact answer in the way that I needed it. Exactly. Mm. I think prayer is really tricky because it's just like, yeah, God has plans for us. So why am I praying? Why can I not just be like, well, God, whatever your plan is, no, for real. so let it be. Um, but yeah, I just try to remember that like, just as my parents have good plans for me that I don't fully understand, even when I ask them of things because they're good parents, they try their best to bring it into fruition. Um, and in a, not exactly the same type of way, because obviously God's power is different than that of a human parents, but even as God has good plans for us, there's a bit of leeway and flexibility within that. Like, I think I'm trying to divorce my mind. Sorry, this is a bit of a tangent y'all, but I'm trying to divorce my mind from like, um, the idea of like, God has one specific static plan for you. Yeah. Right. And my mom was telling me that. Because I I think I'm so used to hearing God being like, or in my head, I'm used to hearing God being like, yes, no, for like very, like in a very strict way, like, yes, do this, go to this school. No, don't do this, don't entertain this person. Yes, do this, no, do that. And now as I'm like growing up and like life is just a bit more open, like I just have a lot more options, I'm realizing that it's more about like what is the condition of my heart. And what are like the circumstances of a situation opposed to it being like God says yes to this very thing or God says no to this very thing. And my mom was giving the example of like when we were moving back to America in 2020, the way that the market was like the housing market was, it just made sense for my parents to buy a house. And so they Mm -hmm. bought a house, but she was like, it wasn't that like our house that we're living in at the very moment. God was like, yes, you need to buy this home in this very location. And that's it. It was just a matter of circumstance. Like, does this work with what you guys are looking for and budgets and all of that? And she was just like, yes, God has plans for us. And obviously, like, our home is a blessing just as anybody else's home would be a blessing. But it wasn't the sort of thing where it was written in the sky or written in the stars Mm -hmm. that our home in Sewanee, Georgia is, like, exactly where we needed to be, even if God does use that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think there's, like, leeway and flexibility even within God's plan. It's not this, like, set in stone God said you're going to have eggs for breakfast if you don't have eggs for breakfast, like, the entire world. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I mean, it's just when you were talking about, like, um, the kind of comparison between um, God and your earthly parents, that really reminded me of Matthew 7, 9 to 11. And it says, which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will give him a snake? if you then though you are evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your father in heaven give good good gifts to those who ask him and although in some ways that confuses me even more what i do take (laughs) from that is that it's kind of like it doesn't say like you know your son asks for bread so god will give you bread it just Mm. says like if your son asks for bread you're obviously not going to give him a stone but you will give him something that he wants and needs and it's in the same way, like our Heavenly Father gives good gifts to those who ask Him. And it's not necessarily the gift that was asked for, but it's a good gift regardless. Yeah. I think that's very difficult to reconcile with. I'm a beast. This is one of my very HOT moments. What does Mike to say? Honest, open,
0: open transparent. Transparent. Yeah, transparent. You're right. Moments. A hot church, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: this is this a hot girl moment for a second. <laughs> That sometimes don't sit right with me. But I'm working on trusting God and seeing that he sees the end for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm.
0: I think life in that regard is so tricky. Like, not to Mm -hmm. go, not to make it sound like a little existentialist podcast. But I think, like, that's just half the issue of life, isn't it? Like, I think about people in scripture. Like, even David, if we just deep his life. Like, we see his life as I'm said in, like, these, like, relatable psalms and all of this and it's just like wow what a life this man lived but for like from the point he was anointed to be king to the point where he literally sat upon the throne was two decades me Mm -hmm. myself i'm 22 years old so from the beginning
1: of my life till now (laughs) he was
0: living on god's promise of like a somebody gave you put oil upon your head and said you're gonna be king and like Mm -hmm. that's it there was no other Big moment, same thing for Abraham and Sarah 25 years for a singular child. God, mm-hmm. <laughs> me, Not What? what is it out. that you always say, Winifa? That Job's wife said to him, Curse, go, and die. That- yes, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Like, I loved you, Jesus, but that would have for sure been me at one point. Like, um, let me
1: just, just wrap this, yeah. Wrap Let's this wrap this up and clean. And you know what? Like, it's so many things that we even we'll just profess or sing about it but let me tell you something patience Mm -hmm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm. I was even thinking of this song and it goes I don't mind waiting (laughs) do you know that do you know that one Mm -hmm. on the Lord but it's like I do mind waiting to be honest (laughs) I do so what do we do now
0: (laughs) I always be changing them lyrics when it's not uh, relatable to me
1: uh, I mind waiting (laughs) Lord please Curry. Not like
0: that. I'd be like, Lord help me to not mind waiting. Like I just add
1: a little prefix. No, it's just, it's just kind of like yeah. caveats. No for realsies. <laughs> and on like okay, it's not even on that topic. I don't know why I tried to introduce that like a one smooth podcast girl. Um another topic that we kind of touched on in the beginning that um I think is a really difficult one to grapple with but I feel like would resonate with a lot of people is like kind of showing up and showing out when you feel like you're in a season of L's you know what I Mm -hmm. mean like just being present being vibrant you know being Mm -hmm. supportive like how do y'all reconcile how do y'all deal with that you know
2: do you mean deal with like Interactions with other people are just In general
1: Just like going through your day to day life Like how do you not let your disappointment Just like consume all, Like all your interactions You know what I mean Or is it just me that wallows
0: No except <laughs> for every single person um, Gosh I love
1: a good wallow Oh same Me
0: too Oh girl me I can too. wallow down you can I can make wallow. You cry. I can really wallow, wallow down. Oh, gosh. To be honest, it's I feel tough. like, I don't know if this is very, like, giving Twitter, t- like, self-help. But I really feel like some, I, like, of course, you got to take it day by day because that's literally what life is. But I honestly feel like I had to write myself a little list of the things that make me happy. And I would just go through them day by day and be like, I fancy a bit of this. And that would be my little thing mm. that got me through the day. And I think, like, it's a, it's jokey, but also, like, it was a thing, something my friend... Uh, suggested to me, um, my friend Rian, they won't be listening to this, but love you Rian, love you day. Um, <laughs> and they were like, for them when they're going through a really tricky period, like they not hyper it, but like they choose one thing and they're like, this is the one thing either for the day or for the week that's going to like motivate them or keep their heart grateful. So sometimes it's just like their favorite tub of ice cream when they're like, I need to finish this tub of ice cream. And so that's going to be my little grateful thing mm-hmm. for this week. And I'm going to like focus on that. And yes, that's like a jokey example. But I think even like on a more practical level, like finding things to be grateful for and not in the cliche way of like, because I feel like that's the most annoying thing. Like, yes, I'm mm. grateful for my family. Like what's new? Do You know what I mean? Oh, but for I think- real.
1: Yes, I'm grateful for life. I've been alive. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, like- <laughs> but I
0: think finding something new, not even new just something that's a bit more unique unique like like something it could be it could be something frivolous like ice cream um like being grateful for your favorite thing of ice cream or for me crumble cookie like i'm gonna be driving a crumble cookie every three days (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i think that has helped me um or like yeah that has helped me when i'm wallowing that doesn't mean my wallowing will stop i will still wallow with my crumble cookie But I think (laughs) at the end of the day, I can still be like, yes, God, I wallowed. But thank you for this lovely crumble cookie. Mm. And um, let's go again tomorrow. And I know this sounds very jokey. But like in my year abroad period, that's really what kept me going. Like I'd be crying and like sleeping five hours in the middle of the day. And then going to get crumble cookie. (laughs) And speaking to my parents about it. And I look back retrospectively. And it's like little joys like that, honestly, are Mm. what brought me through it. that, Mm. That tricky period like those little joys mm. but I don't know if that's relatable so that's just yeah. me chow and my little mm. sweet tooth
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's what I do as well I like to um just do things or like be around people that make me happy or yeah. bring me joy um but yeah just like not like as a distraction per se but um I think that in every season or or, let me unchristianize it In every like time of life i feel like the people that surround you god put them in place for a reason Mm, for sure so you can really like um depend on those people and it like my sister like honestly i i if i could facetime her like 24 7 i would because Uh we're always laughing um but it's the type of thing like if i'm ever sad or like had like a rough day or whatever. I'll just call her. Even fifteen minutes it will be enough for me. Mm. Um, but just like similar to what Mary Hannah said, like little joys in life because um, you don't need to like do the whole manifestation. I'm grateful for this. Yeah. I'm grateful for mm-hmm. that. Um,
1: in fact, please don't. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm. I'm capping. I'm, I'm capping.
2: Yeah, but even but using what you're grateful for, like the people you're grateful for, the Mm, things you're grateful for. Um Yeah. What Mm. about you when you i i d
1: I don't know. I was more asking you guys for my own benefit. Um (laughs) only because I feel like this is this is a real hot moment, y'all. I feel like if you're listening to this podcast you guys will know, you know, I do the clown thing. I will put on the clown nose, the clown shoes, the clown wig and just be a little clown, tell my little clown jokes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this is an aside. Like, this is the one thing Kamsi always complains to me. He's like, we're having a real serious moment and you're opening your heart. Like, why are you making it sound like <laughs> so funny? Anyways, and I feel like that is... I think what's burdened me most like this past month or so is like feeling like because I love to make other people like laugh and happy and stuff it's kind of like oh but inside it's you know it's a bit much now and so I think Mm. I was just I've been trying to understand how to navigate still you know being there and like being present and like Bring other people joy because I think that that's a fruit of the spirit and that's something, like, God definitely encourages. But also, like, finding time to, yeah, work through stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, But what you guys said really resonated and even reminded me of something that somebody said in Sabbath school one time about how, like, our hyperfixation on our lack can really cloud us from the things that we do have. And uh, and yeah. even goes back to conversations that we've had on this podcast about like our relationship with God not being characterized as like a lack of something or things we don't do or things we can't have and don't have yeah. and things we wish we did have. Um, and I remember someone using the example to me of um, Jacob and Esau, how like Jacob's lack of food clouded his ability to see the massive blessing that he had in his birthright. Mm and so he was able to give it up so easily and obviously that's like a very extreme example because wahala for Esau, like the rest of his (laughs) life was fundamentally changed but it's kind of like you know just going through and and just focusing on oh gosh like what a burden i have to like smile for other people but i'm lacking this and it's kind of like okay but what are the things in my own life that i genuinely can smile about and why why not look at those and like pray for god to like reveal more of those things to you you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i feel like you guys really really hit the nail on the head with that i also don't mean to sound really sad guys i'm actually fine i'm actually (laughs) i'm actually fine these things do happen i'm actually fine i don't want any consigned (laughs) messages in my dm talking about are you okay girl (laughs) She'll be fine by the grace of God Amen, Amen. We going up this summer purr We back Amen. on our hot girl agenda IJN in Jesus <laughs> name <laughs> oh, la la. Okay guys Thank you so much for listening to today's episode Like it's been real It's been raw We hope that some things have resonated um, As you can hear there's some things That we don't really have the answers to But as always we're grateful For you guys sharing your thoughts in the polls and the question and answers that we put below they're actually a huge blessing to read so like we really appreciate you guys contributing to those um thank you so much to everyone who continues to submit queries in the form and if you have anything else that you'd like to discuss feel free to um send in a request on the anonymous google form which is linked in the description Um, we are working through them we promise Um, as always you can follow us across all our social media Twitter, though we don't really use it Instagram, Facebook, again, don't really use, but you know, we're there if you just want something to hold on to um, <laughs> and yes, I believe that is it, we will see you guys next week, same places, same times, Purr. we love and appreciate all of you so much and we hope that you have a blessed week alright, love yes. and happy Jubes weekend to all the UK hotties <laughs> we going up this weekend (laughs) in a Christ like manner
0: absolutely for the Lord for God's glory yes
1: hallelujah okay bye guys bye y'all love y'all